everybody. Are you ready to make waves? I hope so. <laughs> we are. I'm Haley. And I'm Aubrey. And you're listening to Make Waves. Swimming through the sea with only half a lung like me. Problems come so easily every day. Making waves so fast. Who knows how long we will last. Now let's dive into our past. We're making waves. Let's talk, talk, talk it out. We're talking about girl power. So hello to all the baddest bitches who are tuning in, listening to us talk about it. Girls deal with a lot of bullshit. From being children. Yeah, elementary school up pretty much as soon as dress code could be implicated. Yeah. I feel like the most common phrases are don't be a girl and getting told you're really good at that for being a girl. Yeah, that's Whether so annoying. Whether it's PE, any race there ever was. If a Literally girl won, anything. it was like, good job for being a girl. Yeah. My sisters, Georgia and Emma, both are super, ath- the most athletic people uh-huh. in the room. Gender aside, they won. Yeah. So why does it have to be they're good for a girl? because they were a girl? Yeah. They could kick anyone's ass in any game, any sport. Yeah. Foot race. I love that girls like it. them exist oh. because I'm not that at all. They paved the way. Exactly. <laughs> they paved the way. We can only have this podcast because they exist. Because they're the strongest, yes. toughest, the kind of girl in middle school that wore basketball shorts and would beat your ass. Uh-huh. You know? The teacher Don't says, I need some strong boys to come <laughs> help me move some stuff. And they stand up and raise their hand. That meme that's like already tired of sexism yeah. and just carrying 12 <laughs> chairs. That is both of my sisters. That's the kind of energy I prefer to be around. I know, me too. I love them. Yeah. I support people like that 100%. Absolutely. If I could be another kind of person, it would be that. I am weak. Me too. I'm not fast. I'm not a runner. race? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Not winning any sports competitions. (laughs) But I hate that men are assumed to be better than girls at everything. Yeah, especially women like that who have more potential than most of the men in the room. Exactly. They're equal and they should be treated as such. But instead, a big point that Georgia made was feeling like you're less than, feeling like, oh, good job, but. Yeah. It's not actually a good job. It's a good job because you're a woman. That's disgusting. She should be celebrated as much as the strongest boy in the room. Obviously. What's she's the, the strongest girl in the room. She's the strongest person in yes. the room. Period. Whether she's a boy or a girl, a human being. She's That's the strongest. That's what this podcast is about. Yes. Human beings. Human decency. Like you mentioned, school dress code is just bullshit. It clearly targets girls. Undeniably. Undeniably. You can argue that fact that every rule in that book is based on a girl. Yes. In middle school, one day I wore a pair of shorts like a normal person in the summertime. I walk into class and my teacher immediately, before classes even started, before the bell rang. And you know she saw you walk in the room. Oh, I know she, she did. She saw you walk she in the room. She watched me sit down at my desk. Oh. Like she, she comes up to me, she pulls me out of the classroom and takes me to every class. Oh, no and has every girl wearing shorts stand up and compare their shorts to mine. That would be on the news nowadays. I I know. I hope so, It should have been on the news. That is disturbing. That's horrible. It made me feel... The mental effects of that alone... It made me feel horrible. I would go home for the day. She literally had the girls stand up next to me, and if their shorts were my length or shorter, we all went to the principal's office, all had to call all of our parents. Body types. Me and you wore the exact same pair of shorts. I'm almost six feet tall. Exactly. There is no way that our shorts would be the same length. That, that you, was my mom's argument all the time whenever I was younger. I was really tall for my age. So obviously shorts are short, short on me. Mm-hmm. I have long legs. No matter your body type. Exactly. They're, they're going to ride short. up. Yeah, yes. they're going to be short. And 
who gives a fuck how short my shorts are? It is May. It is yeah. hot outside. I'm sweating. I don't want to wear jeans to school. No. And I wasn't wearing my shorts to impress anybody. And I don't think anybody was fucking impressed <laughs> by my shorts that went to an inch above my fingertips. Yeah. I don't think fingertip length, that's chronically embarrassing. My, it's my embarrassing. arms are so long. Mine are too. Short. I am a lanky person. <laughs> and they go to my knees. Fingertip and I touch below my knees. Exactly. Like, that's so embarrassing. It's ridiculous because no one walks up to a boy and says fingertip length and you just know, stick your fingers down by your I knees know. and see where they fall. You're like this. And like, it's shameful. Trying so hard. And you just know before you even get to school. Oh yeah. Like you you put your hands down by your side and your shorts are a centimeter too short and you're like, I'm gonna try to make it all day, but I just don't know. And you're every time you walk into a new classroom, you're like, And oh, you know the specific the teacher teachers that are for sure gonna call you out, so you're yes. just slouching a little bit harder hoping that that few inches gets Holding your arms a little higher. That's so embarrassing to even have to do that. I genuinely just feel like not one single boy lives their day like no. that. No. That pressure alone to look a certain way, fall under a certain category is so heavy. School dress code should be no shoes, no shirt, no service. Yeah. Bare minimum. Absolutely. You're wearing clothes. You're Thank allowed you for being to here. sit at my desk and learn. Yes, that is I what agree. it should be. Our school had one of the most strict dress codes. I would say it was also really bad. Hair color and piercings, which don't even get me started. I it's can't disgusting. Add. It is. And all of the school's dress code is based on me being responsible for the way other my boys feel me about. Also. Yeah, that. But also the way that the boys feel about what I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which I don't think they gave a fuck about what I, I was wearing. Cared either. <laughs> but that is what it's based on. Is yes. my shorts are distracting. My knee length shorts aren't distracting anyone, Karen. <laughs> Leave me alone. What boy has ever said her shoulder blades are distracting me? None of them. None of I them. I never heard boys say that. No. You're putting those thoughts in their head, putting those words in their mouths, and they're 14 also. Exactly. It's also disgusting. And you're telling them her shorts are going to be distracting you and they're like yes are they and they also are taught to believe they shouldn't be that short for what yeah for who if because she wants to wear her short short she can wear her short shorts but if yeah. we just let little girls wear whatever they want and told little boys it was acceptable there would be no room for judgment the little yeah. boys would say i should have never glanced in her direction because that glance is what's inappropriate not what she's wearing on her body i agree if you teach self-respect and common human decency yeah. there's the answer there's the answer there's right the there it goes right along with the fact that at that same age it's like the most pivotal age of your life is oh it, it not? is it, you're the sweatiest you feel nasty every day you're, you're embarrassed about everything you should wear a bra but Oh, it's just so uncomfortable and, and it's embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah. Right? People are telling you all these things about the way your body makes boys feel and you're like, I just want to go to recess. I wish I was a boy. Yes. <laughs> I wish I, I was a I want to wear basketball shorts and a t-shirt. I don't care. I'm no. just, I'm trying to follow societal norms. Where's the balance? Too much for a 12 year old girl to be thinking Come about. On. Not only are you supposed to feel like you can't be good at sports if you do, you're great for a girl. Mm -hmm. If you're wearing these clothes, your teacher's gonna take you around to all your classes and embarrass you. And then on top of that, you're starting your period yeah. because it's that right at that time. It is. Where your body's changing, you're changing. You're supposed to hide your pads, you're supposed to hide your tampons, you're supposed to feel like it's a secret. I know. The biggest thing that's ever happened to you is happening and shh, don't 
Don't make the boys uncomfortable. Don't make the boys uncomfortable. I grew up in like a house full of boys or I have two brothers and a dad. And my mom was like very much, you need to wrap your pads nicely, (laughs) hide them in the trash can, make sure nobody can see them. We're gonna hide them under the sink. Why was I hiding that at all? I don't know. Now that I'm an adult, I think I don't think anybody should give a fuck. And it's sad to look back at how genuinely embarrassed I was. I know. If I had to buy pads with my mom at the store, I would like hide them under a t-shirt oh, in the buggy. Isn't that awful? I can't wait to celebrate it for my kids. I know. One of the best things my dad did for me, we're checking out the line. It's already mortifying. He's buying whatever we needed because that's the kind of dad he was. Clerk says something. Uh-huh. And isn't this so embarrassing? Why? And my dad replies, it's only embarrassing when the clerk says something about it. <laughs> and, <laughs> Thank you. Round of applause because he stuck up for me. But the fact that you have to, yeah. the fact that, that woman, they always do that. Why? Yes, no. Let me buy I my just wins. Yes. And you're already so embarrassed. You are. I really feel like it should be celebrated. Men should be walked through the process to AT to the scientific ability that we know how to understand, just like we are. Yeah. And shown and taught. That is the same reproductive system that is going to carry their children that brought them into this yeah, world true. when they were born. Yes. Their mother absolutely. went through that process and had them. It is scientific the circle 100%. Of 100%. Yeah. And the fact that it's not only belittled, made to feel embarrassing, that plays a huge effect in who we are as people. I know. Having to hide those parts of you and feel like they're nasty and like a part yes. of you is gross. I can't imagine. Especially while boys are fucking yelling at the top Living of their lungs yes. about everything going on with their bodies. Mm-hmm. They're not ashamed. There is not one woman that it doesn't happen to, and to not normalize it as if it's like peeing or pooping. Hello. Yeah, Get exactly. It. it is. If you don't understand the menstrual cycle, reproductive system, that is something you should study. I yeah. That should be a priority. Like you know how your body works you should know how women's body works and vice versa. And it's always our responsibility to figure out how their bodies work and figure out how we're going to get pregnant and how we can prevent that. But it's never their problem. Girls are shamed for sex. We're told to wait till marriage. That's a huge one. And boys are literally like, you get high fives from your dad when you have sex with a girl for the first time. Kiss a girl. Get 15 girlfriends. The culture of that alone is disturbing. It is. Don't tell me about your period. That don't don't show me the labor pains, show me the baby. Mentality, uh-huh. disturbing. It is. That's something that I feel like both of us have always been like shook to our core about. I'm, I know that's wrong. It is wrong. wrong. You can't look at that and see how it's not wrong. No, Like there are two people involved in sexual intercourse regardless And those two people need to be not only 100% consensual, but please. Yeah, and that is what sex should be. Why are girls shamed for liking sex or wanting to have sex or kissing boys even or having a boyfriend? Like there's this scenario Mm -hmm. that everyone where we live talks about, (laughs) which is like, you come to date my daughter and I'm gonna have a shotgun. Oh, shut the fuck up. The same dad would literally high five his son when he gets home from a date with a girl. Like, not the dad I'm married to, not in my home. It is 50-50. Sex is between two people. Yeah. Regardless if you're of gonna the tell your 15-year-old boy he can have sex and give him condoms, you better tell your 15-year-old daughter <laughs> she can have sex and give her birth control. It is the exact same. I agree. And if you are someone who's listening to this and you think different, you're the problem. You are the problem. If you do not see it as the exact same thing, you're the problem. And if you don't see it as the exact same thing, I would like to hear your argument. I would love because to. Because what is it? And what the is the difference equal, between men and women? You don't matter.
matter as much because you do. I'm a woman, so I already feel that less than. We also think you're wrong because we think you matter more. Exactly. You know, I think that you your pleasure, at least your mental much. health matters. I feel like that goes right along with what we're taught about in sex ed. We're taught about women in their period. When the men aren't in the room. Yes. They never learn about no, it. I don't wonder what they learn about. I read the we're book. Not in there. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's like getting boners and shit. Oh. <laughs> and we're learning about bleeding for seven days wow. straight. But if you're going to teach men about men orgasms, you should be teaching them about women's. I just feel or like it teaching right us about, about female orgasms or a female, mm -hmm. what's the word? And that we deserve that as well. Exactly, that we do. A, Sex is about pleasure on yes. both sides. And we're over here learning about the menstrual cycle and what it takes to produce babies instead of being taught, your body does this, you also deserve pleasure and joy. Exactly. I don't feel like it's fair. We're taught, don't talk about your periods, don't be as good as boys. Yeah. You know? It, it is all literally a full circle. circle. Boys are in the same exact negative toxic cycle, but we only know our experiences. And, and we're on the lower end of the cycle. Like, yes. they're in the cycle, but they're the dominant ones. And they we're are. the submissive ones in society. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're taught as a society through all the little things we've talked about so far. Because just they're diminish yes. women's experiences. They're when, obviously held to a higher standard. They're yeah, allowed they to are. have orgasms and wear whatever clothes they want and say whatever they want. They're in charge, that's a basically. Huge thing, is them being able to say slur cuss words about their private parts, our yes. private parts. They're allowed to talk about themselves and say at the same exact time, we are left feeling insecure and embarrassed. At our middle school, there's a thing that the boys did that was called Slap Ass Friday. So oh, they walk no. around and just yeah, slap, slap ass. girls' asses. No, and that girl. was just girls, yeah. See? And those are funny, hilarious jokes that their That's parents would probably them. laugh at. That's funny yes. to them. That it's was not funny, funny to, to me. No. And I think girls felt like they had to laugh and play along because... No, they don't. No. You don't have to laugh. If you somebody don't. sexualizes you in a way you don't like mm -hmm. or does anything to you that you don't like, you don't have to laugh to make them no. comfortable. You That's don't all have it to is, smile is when they say, you're good at that for a girl. You should say, for Fuck a girl, you. I'm better than you. I'm better than you at the game. Let I'm me better than you. you at the sport. <laughs> Let's, that's what Emma would say. Georgia yes. too. <laughs> good. It has nothing to do with gender and everything to do with capability. And the fact that we're taught to be beneath them. Yes. From the day we are born, we are taught. You know they're going to say, you're good for being a girl. Exactly. I'm great, but. Yeah. No, but. You're the fucking best. Yeah. You're awesome. <laughs> Girls who are like Emma and are in the military, mm -hmm. she worked way harder Sorry, to get there did. than a man in the same position because she had to deal with all of that negativity and thinking mm -hmm. you're strong for a girl, you're tough for a girl. Shook it off, baby. She yep. shook it off. She, she got there. She's incredible. And instead of saying, oh, I'm tough for a girl, she said, I am going to show you what a girl can fucking do. Exactly. Sorry. I'm going to be the toughest. I am. And Period. You're going to watch. Oh, yeah, you are. You're going to watch. And you're going to answer to me by the time it's all oh. said and done. She's carrying those 16 chairs out of her elementary PE class, and those boys are like, she's their boss. <laughs> oh, yeah, she years is. Now. Uh -huh. Just the way we are taught to treat men goes all the way up into adulthood. We follow the rules that are given to us, which is so sad. Mm -hmm. Why are we doing that? We shouldn't. Know. We're not doing it anymore. If nope. you're listening to this, <laughs> We're done. <laughs> we're done. All of those things lead into the way we're treated as adult women. Invalidated in every situation. Daily, weekly, monthly. Yearly. Every day. Yes. Older men act like their wives are their property. Yes. And they act like I should be my husband's property. Mm -hmm. My husband doesn't think that way. <laughs> I am he not does. his property. <laughs> he knows that for damn sure. <laughs>
why would anybody want to own another person as their property? Like, just because I'm your wife doesn't mean you get to tell me what to do. Or vice versa. Yeah. Neither. We're still our own human beings. Who decide to be in a relationship with each other. And that's why I think our marriages are going to work. Because it's not going to be controlling the other person into being what you want mm-hmm. them to be. It's mm-hmm. two people being their own people, working and together. And to be together. That's a relationship. Exactly. That's the only relationship I want to be a part of. Older men also look at women as crazy. Anything mm-hmm. we say is they're crazy women and they're hormones, which is so offensive. It, <laughs> it hurts my so feelings offensive. every single time. Mm-hmm. It hurts your feelings more if you've studied the reproductive system and yeah. you understand the hormones and you understand all the things. Men should understand those things before they exactly. say things like crazy, nagging, psychotic, all of the words that I have heard used about myself. I know. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. The men like Jaden who I tell about those things like mm-hmm. obviously I educate him enough to where he understands yes. he's never gonna call me crazy when I'm no. starting my period oh <laughs> excuse me no that is such a me. common thing when you are just speaking your mind and somebody says are you on your period nothing angers me more no. if I heard a man say that to a woman, I think I would blow up. Mm-hmm. That is the worst thing mm-hmm. you could possibly say. It's the same say. reason that they say women can't be president is because of <sighs> that. I can't believe that. I've never the heard The fact that that's sick. your argument, a woman couldn't be president because she has her period every Most month. Most of the time, if you're arguing that, you've never had a period. You're not Obviously. physically capable of having a period. And you don't you know, know what those no hormones that are like. Means. That's just disgusting. Yeah woman has never been president so yeah it's clearly a popular (laughs) belief a lot of talking to do i can't stand that thought of women being crazy even at my wedding when i'm trying to get everything where i wanted the table situated i can see the men who are there helping me looking at me like this crazy bitch yes and naggy wife exactly The table needs to go where the table needs to go. Exactly. It is a wedding. There are certain places for things, and that's that. I don't know what you want. Just because I know where the table needs to go and I want you to put it there doesn't mean I'm crazy psycho. It just means I like things to look nice. You need to move that table 15 times to get it symmetrical. I will do it my fucking self. I will. Just get out of my way. Just get out of my way. (laughs) It's annoying too because they always volunteer to help. Yes. And then they're like, You're welcome. It's enough. Yeah. Like, I did it one time. Okay, but if you would have let me do it myself, yes. it would be perfect. <laughs> if you go away, I will do it. If yes. you if you say, fuck you, I'm not moving this table again, cool. you'll find men who don't think I'm crazy and understand that the table needs to go plenty. where it needs to go. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> that understand the importance behind the small details of a wedding. It has nothing to do with moving the table 15 times and everything to do with getting the table symmetrical. Exactly. Symmetrical. With the wall. Like, that's yes. all it means. Those are things I do in my house 15 times and Jaden never complains. No. So whenever there... somebody complains to me, I'm like, well, shit, am I a crazy bitch? No. It does t- typically make you second guess yourself though. It's Almost every feeling. time you're like, am I being a naggy? Don't even no. put that word near me. No. I am being a realistic person who wants this to be a $10,000 day I because I paid $10,000. Yes. I have my own opinions. Me giving you my opinion doesn't make me a crazy bit. And you being a man who is like, you're exactly right. That table looks phenomenal there. Makes you a good man. Exactly. Not the man who's like, ha ha ha, this naggy wife. No. You're canceled. I would rather you not come at all. Don't this treat anybody like that. No. Whether I'm a woman or a man or... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't treat anybody like that. It's no. a horrible feeling. 
my tires busted out and I need two brand new tires. That's mm-hmm. $300 each, $600 total. A horrible feeling so already. I go to the tire shop alone. I'm already objectified because 15 men need to turn their heads and stare at me like, what in the world am I doing here? <sighs> How did I find my way here? You must need their a man help. to guide me. They need to come to your rescue. <laughs> they you need do. saving. Gross. I get the tires $700 later. Let's get out of there. Go back to work. And the man says, I could find you these on discount tire. There, let me see the size you need. Hold on, I found them for cheaper than you bought them. Because I'm pissed and ranting to my coworker at work. and This is a bystander just fucking eavesdropping on your conversation. I don't need you to tell me a cheaper version of what you would have bought because you're a man and I'm a woman. I need you to mansplain me the kind of tires as no. if I haven't heard it four times today. And like you even give a fuck. I don't. I want the ones that are going to get me to North Carolina. I should not have to sit there, not only listen to you, but stroke your ego. Yeah. I have to say. Thank you're, you. You're the smartest man I've ever met. You're Thank so you for right. the advice. Like we're on the little rascals. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can fuck off. I yeah. have a dad and a husband. I didn't I ask. already know. What I want to say to that is, did I ask for a, your opinion? No. No, I didn't. What goes along with the dress code and the period shaming? Already, we're supposed to stroke your ego. Yeah. We're supposed to say, thank you, kind sir. Bat our eyelashes. Yeah. You're the strong man who does everything for me and I'm just the little girl. Who doesn't know anything about tires and is too incompetent to Google it my fucking self. (laughs) Come on. You don't even need your husband's help, much less a stranger's help. It was my $600. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I don't need you to tell me. If I ask, obviously I'm welcoming your advice. If I don't, mind your own business. Yes. Period. They always want to just give their opinions. Yes. And every man thinks they know the right way. Yeah. That's the same genderless. Yeah. Everyone thinks they know. They they have their own opinion. They know exactly what they want to do. Yeah. So do it. Yeah. And if I ask for advice, great, thank you. I'll take your advice and move on. But if I've already done my thing. That means I decided what I wanted to do and I did it. So bye. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. It shouldn't be... I'm a helpless woman. It takes strong women saying, I already bought the tires, thank you, to move on. Yeah. And it's not getting flustered and it's saying, I'm strong enough to make these decisions on my own. Which is really hard. And I don't need your help. In the moment. And you don't even know, it's easier to just say, wow, thank you, you're right, than to stand up for yourself. It used to be easier, but that day I was just like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm biting at the grit. I want to cuss you out. I want to let you know the day I've had. I don't want to have to stroke men's egos to make them feel better about themselves. Who's stroking my ego? And to you feel like you're the toughest man. You're the smartest. Exactly. Nobody. Exactly. When women do things that are in quotations expected of them, they're never praised. Mm -mm. You cook, you clean, you take care of your kids all day, you do all those things, you will never get a thank you. No. But a man, a stranger, tells you what tires to buy and you're supposed to say, thank you, kind sir, you're the best (laughs) man I've met today. Along with... The cat calls at the gas station. Oh my gosh. The yes. I'm walking out of Duncan Builders and the man 
rolls down his window. Oh, I swear no. to God, me and his wife got out of vehicle at the exact same time and walked into the building. I'm walking out and he says, aren't you pretty? Ew. I rolled, I needed gloves. I rolled out of bed and thought, okay, I'm gonna go here. Reluctantly. Aren't you pretty? <laughs> Reluctantly. Ew. Knowing what I was gonna deal with when I went to Dunkin' yeah. Builders alone. And for him to say, aren't you pretty? I ignore him. <laughs> As my right, it's Duh. my right to ignore him. Mostly I was thinking, your wife just got out of that car, you son of a bitch. Yeah. And he says, repeats himself. Ew. Because I didn't no. answer him. I said. Oh my. Middle fingers. Fuck you. Are Fuck you. you kidding me? I felt violated. Aren't you an asshole? <laughs> That's what you should have said. That is exactly what I shouldn't have said. Ew. Yeah. Go I don't me. care if you think I'm pretty. I don't have to give you a thank you. It is 7 a.m. You are harassing me and Leave you expect me, me to say thank you. Gross. Is that what you want? You're going to repeat no. yourself so I say thank and you? And he did. And he did. Ew. And I just thought, no. Shoulder shrug. I shrug my shoulders like, leave I, me alone. I know. I, I didn't want ask to run in the other direction. I'm... In those situations, I'm instantly like, I wish I wasn't alone. If I just had one other person with me, I wouldn't be a target. I wouldn't even think about coming to Dunkin' Builders. But I was alone. I know. And he watched me from the time I exited my vehicle. Do you know how scary that is? Yeah, that's really. How little that makes me feel help yeah that's hard it's it really hard you can cuss him out and he's not gonna do anything he's he wouldn't. no he would feel embarrassed and he oh should. yeah he would he, he should, should feel embarrassed i should wait till his wife gets to the car and say ma'am yeah this is what he just said to me and, and i'm uncomfortable I should do. yes i feel disgusting Objectified. yeah you do not have to condone that you do not have to smile in their direction you do no. not have to say good day sir you do not deserve to feel like an object. You do not no. deserve to feel like a thing for them to gawk at. We don't exist. You are a human being. For you. We exist for ourselves. Yes. We are our own people. Mm -hmm. I will cook and clean and get dressed up and do my makeup for myself. Yes. I will feel good about myself. And if I can learn how to mind my own damn business without interacting with a random stranger on the street, why can't you? Yeah. And if I choose you to spend my life with, cook for and clean for, that is my choice. It is not because I'm married to you, I am legally binded to do no. A, B, C, and D. It is because I this care is what about works you in and our that's household. what I want to do for you. Yes. Gender roles in general are disgusting. They, they are. shouldn't exist. They shouldn't. And they place that heaviness of, I'm married to you, so I'm expected to. Whether you're a man or a woman, no. You do what you're good at. You should be with a partner that complements your weaknesses. Exactly. And you work together, you choose each other. Period. That's all. Yeah. There should be no, you do this and I do this. Other than what you've set for that relationship specifically, it's it has nothing to do based with man on or woman. You and your partner. No, it your has personality, to do with your gender, what you're good at, what they're good at. It should not come down to this is your role and this is you are because you're a woman. That each gender is specifically good at one thing or the other. No, come on. 
That's disturbing. Exactly. That mentality and that behavior, it creates two people who are together trying to force themselves to do what they're supposed to do instead of do what they're good at. If I'm a stay-at-home mom, I'm shamed for not supporting my household and like Mm -hmm. being a servant to my husband. But if I'm a working mom, I'm shamed for not being there for my kids and not going to all the PTA meetings Mm -hmm. and all of the things. Like it's a lose-lose situation for women. It is. I agree. And I feel like if you're a man, you're expected to have this hard labor yeah. insurance pulling job can everyone just decide what works for their exactly. relationship and go from there why does it have to be pre-decided before you even meet someone yeah. who you're gonna be and what you're gonna do with your life what if i want to go to work what if he wants to stay home with the exactly. kids exactly there are plenty of stay-at-home dads and that's awesome if your wife is a doctor why wouldn't you stay home and take care I, of your kids i would me yeah. too i genuinely feel like men have the power to change this for women. Yeah, they're already in the powerful position and if they believe in equality and do their part, yeah. Not only standing up for us, but standing by us in front of us and when we're out of the room. Yeah, that's very true. Not using us as the butt of their jokes, backing their wives 110%, Yes. showing up for them when it's most important to show up for them. Those things alone change the stigma. I think our generation is a lot better at that. The older generation of men, I have a lot of problems with yeah. them, but our generation, I think we're getting there. I think there's I obviously think so a lot of fuck boys who yeah. aren't there at all. You. We're talking to our husbands. Our husbands, yes. And the men out there who care about women and care about equality. Equality, especially. Not even when, especially when women are doing better than you. Yeah. Standing up for us and saying, you're better than me at this, you're better than me at this. Yeah. That is a man. And that takes a man to do that. Without praise, without being told, to me, you're so amazing for treating women like decent human beings. To me, that is big dick energy. Like that's the definition of it. It's supporting women being so secure in your masculinity that you can support a woman, you can paint your nails, you can wear a dress, you are so secure in yourself, you can do all these stereotypically feminine things that girls get shamed for. Also, calling out your male friends for being shitty, for talking down to women, for belittling them, not allowing the men around you to to objectify and disrespect women, women, whether that is their girlfriend, their Their mother the woman that walked past them on the street exactly being the man who stands up and says that's unacceptable yeah i feel like that's who i'm married to i don't think i'd settle for anything less yeah and if you are i feel like you're part of the problem if you're settling for a man who says you're less than oof, work on your man sis i know i just i can't imagine believing and agreeing with everything we're saying and then being with a man who doesn't Uh, you don't you don't you don't Because if I'm not with a man who has women's back in front of my face and behind my back, I'm not with a man at all. Exactly. Sorry. Not a man I'm going to look up to and respect the way that I expect to be looked up to and respected. Exactly. Nope. It is a 50-50 partnership or I am not involved. Yeah. You are with a man who disrespects you and doesn't treat you as an equal. Oh my. I feel bad for you. I'm so sorry. And I hope you realize you don't deserve that. You don't deserve to be treated like less than. Mm -mm. You are not less than. Women and men are equal. We are both human beings. Mm -hmm. 
and whoever you are with physically, emotionally, should treat you as an equal or you should not be with them. Exactly. I don't feel like there are any exceptions when it comes to feeling like a human being in a relationship that you're in. Yeah. That's a deal breaker. I hope people who listen understand that they don't deserve to be treated like that. I yeah. really don't want anybody to be treated like less than by their spouse. And I know that's kind of a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. We live in the South. Yep. It's very cultural here. And I know with a lot of older cultures and religions, it's like very common. It goes your husband and then, then you. Like yes. you're below. You're mm-hmm. always below. Mm-hmm. You are not below. You're not below. You are equal. Yes. Yeah. I feel very passionately about that. I mm-hmm. want men to grow. If you are in a relationship with somebody who doesn't agree with you, there are obviously several people who will never agree with you and will never change their mind. But if you nope. feel like the person you're with, you want to go through that with them and you want to try to change their mind, I hope that you do. And I hope that if they don't budge, you don't take that. Yep. You, you leave. don't deserve that. No, nope. I think that there's so much hope our generation and every single one after us sees it. I think Women so too. are demanding respect. We are demanding to be seen. We're speaking up for each other. Yep. We're not going to let each other not be heard. Uh-huh. I will not let you disrespect another woman in front of me. There's no fucking no. way. No. <laughs> Try it. I dare you. <laughs> It'd be I kind will... of fun. Yeah. I'd love to school you. Oh, I love it. That's we my are favorite thing. women. Yes. If you Tempt me. see me and Aubrey in person, oh my gosh, start to argue with us, argument with us. I can't wait mm-hmm. to embarrass you. To embarrass you because yeah. you're embarrassing. Whatever yes. you said to offend us was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I hope that every woman just group together. Yes. I hope we always have each other's backs and we see each other in every single situation and seeing our ability to stand up for each other, our ability to stand up ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. Girls We're no different than should them. always support girls. Yes. Even the girls at school that you don't get along with, you mm-hmm. support them 110%. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like somebody, you should support them. You should be there for them. Cheer yep. them on. Yep. I feel like, especially in today's society, like women in power, we owe it all to you. Exactly. The lawyers, the doctors. Yes. They did All it. All of you. Michelle Obama. Yeah. Look at her. I love you, sis. <laughs> I love her so much. Your majesty. She is such a strong woman. Becoming. Becoming. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Even if you don't agree with their politics, the Obamas, you cannot watch that documentary. And not feel empowered as a woman. Exactly. It changed my life. Yeah. She takes my breath away. Honestly. Yeah. The way she speaks, she knows what she's saying. Class. It's always the best thing somebody could say in that situation she always knows the right thing to say she is so inspiring no matter who you are michelle obama is such an inspiration from the beginning of the documentary all the way through the end i feel like she put herself first i agree she said numerous times she wanted to make sure she wasn't comparable to the man she was married to she was an equal to I love that. The man she was married to. She married the president of the United States. (laughs) Yeah. She saw what he was capable of, and she thought, I want to be comparable to him. Exactly. She put herself through college. She strived to be the best woman she could be. She has supported women from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. And she spends her adult life supporting young teenage women, young adult women, 
If you watch Everyone. this documentary, you see her interacting with young women and It brings men. tears to my eyes. That's the most emotional part of the documentary for me. It I is. love it so much. When she is at colleges speaking to girls our Oof. age, it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. It is. The fact that she went through what she went through while Barack was running for president, mm -hmm. and then she still, to this day, after he isn't the president anymore, is still out there going to these colleges, speaking to young people, trying to change the world. Sitting down with them, allowing them to ask questions. One of the girls says on the documentary, how did you deal with feeling invisible? I love that part. And she says, you're responsible for how you see yourself. Exactly. She turns it right around and puts it right back on you and says, you see yourself, girl, because you are worth it. She empowers that teenager like I have never seen I love a it woman so much. empower a teenager like that in my life. That is exactly what that girl needed to hear. Yes. See yourself. I love yes. what she said because she basically said, you can't wait for the world around you to, to change. See you, even. Yeah, as women, even, you can't wait for men to respect you. You nope. have to demand, demand the respect. The respect. And that, that is what, what I, she did. Yes, She's that's incredible. what I took away from that whole documentary is choose it for yourself. Demand it for yourself. Accept no less. Yeah. And that's what you'll receive. She spoke to me in a way I, I really feel like I've never been spoken to. She prefaces every sentence with whatever makes you comfortable. She's at my president. <laughs> She's my president too, I love her. I wish she was the president, I but I would you. never wish that upon her. No, because it would ruin her and she's she's everything. Yeah. I would never want that for her. What she went through, even just being the first lady, and the, I can't imagine. No. The work she's doing with the teenage women, she's picking the best age in the whole entire world and she's empowering them. Yes. She's saying, be you, stop at nothing. That is what women at that age need to hear, and I hope that's what we're sharing with you today. Stop at nothing. Yes. You know? If you haven't seen that documentary, watch it. Watch it. Watch yes, it. It's so There's no good. way you won't sob. It is phenomenal. Just seeing someone of her caliber take a step back and look at the most impressionable age and say, you matter. You're These everything. are the people I want to focus on. Yep. These are the people I want to spend my time with. The fact that she did those meetings with them was incredible in general, like... Letting them speak freely. Yeah. Ask questions. I can't think of a better role model. Nope. She mm -hmm. is incredible. Every time she opens her mouth, it is class. <laughs> Obviously. It is. Flawless. And it makes me so sad that those are the exact things that people criticized her for, mm -hmm. was not having class and not being whatever you expect the first lady to be. She was all of that and more. Oh, she, was she was more that we could more than we could have asked for. We didn't appreciate her when we had no. her. I wish she was in office when I was old enough to give a shit. I know. Because I would I wish they were I running it. now. I love her so much. The Obama's much. made some of the biggest changes, like legalizing gay marriage. Yes. And her reaction to that, it moved me. I know. It brought me to it, tears. It I gives almost me chills talk just about talking it about it. Because the way she reacted to just human rights was everything. Yes. She sees people. She, she sees does. their needs. She sees their rights. Gay rights doesn't necessarily affect her life it specifically. But she sees the importance exactly. of all humans having basic rights. I think that's rights. the best kind of person. I know. Is somebody who can look at everybody's mm -hmm. situation and understand that everyone needs to be equal and everyone deserves the same rights. And she's just incredible. And choosing to spend her life fighting for it. Yeah. Regardless of her struggle, regardless of what it took to get to where she is as a person, 
And even now For the that greater good. her husband isn't the president anymore, she's mm-hmm. still doing it. Writing the book about it, speaking openly about things that she will be criticized for, no doubt about it. Yeah. Speaking of really strong women. Me and Aubrey decided to each pick a strong woman that we were going to talk about. We went in very different directions. I'm going to go first. Yes. My person I picked was Taylor Swift. A fave. Yes, I feel like it's very relevant. I watched her documentary like shortly after I watched Michelle Obama's and I- I haven't watched it, but I sure need to. You need to. It's so good. She has just been through a lot like over the years. And in this documentary, she really opens up. She talks about how she wanted to be a good girl. Like Mm -hmm. that's all she wanted was to be perceived as a good girl. And what she was like told that a good girl was, was somebody who doesn't force her opinions on anybody and smiles and waves and is just polite to all the men around her. And in this documentary, I feel like she really was like, that's bullshit, you yeah. know? Because and it is. <laughs> it is, it's bullshit. You, you deserve to have your own opinions mm-hmm. and you deserve to speak out about your opinions. And in the documentary, she also opens up about her political views, which I think is really hard. She talks For about how- in general. Yeah. The- she talks about how the Dixie Chicks were really um, ostracized mm-hmm. in like the country community after they opened so up. That was so long ago, but they sure were, weren't oh, they? Oh yeah. Yep. And she brings that up as like, Uh, an example of why she didn't want to and why she thought she shouldn't in the documentary like you see her talking to a group of men about why she wants to specifically come out against somebody who's running for office in Tennessee where she's from Mm -hmm. all the men around her are like I don't think it's a good idea like you shouldn't she's Mm -hmm. like I'm not asking you for permission I'm doing it I'm doing it yeah like I'm asking you for your forgiveness after I do it I think that's awesome that takes a lot of strength to know that everyone around you mm-hmm. is against you and to still do those things yeah and this podcast yeah she inspires that she, though i relate she a lot to her little tiny change in people's life like ours yeah she's sure. from a small town like us in the south like us yep. and for her to have different beliefs than everyone around her and to speak out against it mm-hmm. i think that takes a lot of strength and i, I really admire her for that and she's more true to herself she's more true to who she is and doesn't her music show that i agree her writing folklore which it moves me oh, anyways I love it. it's incredible her writing something that is so true to herself and speaking out on everyone else's behalf in that album it's because she had the freedom of speaking out and being who she truly is exactly i mean she's always you can't beat that yeah that gives me listening to her album freedom yeah you know those kind of albums push people speak out Mm -hmm. us on this podcast i agree it inspires me it really does she's been pushed down Mm -hmm. throughout her career for so much by the most famous people i know on the earth people with the most money in the world looked at her and said you're less than you're trash and she chose to stand up on a platform of her documentary her music and still say fuck you she was so shamed for dating a lot of guys oh that was like the thing Mm -hmm. about her Mm -hmm. who in hollywood hasn't dated everyone else yes. in Hollywood. That's a known thing, but for some reason Taylor Swift was just targeted. It's only because she writes about it. Because yeah. she's, she's open about it, she's progressive, she states what she feels and what she's been through, and people are like, you whiny little girl. And so she Ew. writes the man and mad woman to literally, middle fingers. Exactly. Bitches. Like she does not care, and she shows us how speaking out and how being the kind of woman that says how they feel matters. Yeah. It matters. She writes songs about every one of her Mm -hmm. experiences, and I feel like 
it gives young girls something to listen to and to aspire to be and I think she is a better role model now after coming out with that documentary and being open about her political views than she was before before she was just the kind of person who went along with the flow Mm -hmm. tried to be nice exactly and we still were obsessed with her yeah but for that person that we were obsessed with to stand up and say this is how I feel and I'm gonna shout it from the rooftops because this is what I believe is right exactly moves me to feel like as a woman I should speak out yeah I should have an opinion not only should I have an opinion but I should feel pissed about it I should feel lit up about it it should be what fuels my fire Especially Absolutely. because she knew she was going to get hate Yes, for she did. She mm-hmm. knew there was going to be criticism, and she did it anyways, and that's always hard. Not only being a public figure, but being a woman, being everything she is, and she's, she's it was still worth it to her. always been the clean-cut role model figure for girls. And I think Beautiful she... Beautiful teen who exactly. dressed exactly how she should, said what she should, talked about boys exactly how she should. Said thank you when men called her pretty mm-hmm. and nodded and listened. I think the and fact that she, she's opening yep. up and being herself and being strong, I can't imagine a better role model for young girls. For myself. I yeah, listened to that and I know I followed her since she was. As soon as she started making music and someone like that truly just speaks to what where I am in my life right now she says you're a person and you you're allowed to have an opinion what you say matters Mm -hmm. you have really big bullies me too Mm -hmm. and And inspires you to talk anyway and you can relate to it and it makes you feel heard and listened to and every little thing I just I love her and Mm -hmm. that's why I picked her as my person <laughs> Who did you pick? Obviously, I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift, probably equally obsessed with my little sister. Oh, wow. And that's who I chose. <laughs> I chose my sister. Obviously, I'm biased. <laughs> but as far as a woman who has had to stand right next to men and do the exact same job, if not do it better, and receive different treatment. Uh-huh. My sister being in the military, first of all. That's already so much. Like isn't she's it? so tough. On top of being the same little girl who we just talked about, being told, oh, you're really good for a girl, when actually, seriously, she could have kicked every boy in, in that room ass. She was badass then, she's badass now. I feel she's not only high in power, but also looks at women in general and says, you do you, and that's something that I really respect and look up to. Also, not only being in the military, but flourishing. Mm -hmm. Being in the military, and like I said, making them watch. Being their boss, being the one who shows up work and says, get busy. It seems like every time I get on Facebook, Emma's got like a new rank. I know. I don't know what that means, but every time it's, it's really like, she did something time. cool. And it's all the time. They don't give that to just anyone. Men have to struggle for that yeah. new rank. She walks in and they're honored to give it to her. It's that high of an honor. Uh-huh. Seriously. Like she, she thrives. Not because of her gender, but because she's badass. Exactly. You know? It has nothing and to do with her being yes, a girl. It, it has everything to do with her being an awesome mm-hmm. human being. Yes. Strong. She was 17 years old when she joined the military, and she's literally spent the last years climbing that ladder because her, as a person, is that motivated to do that. Yeah. That's what she thrives on. That's who she is. Who cares if she's a woman? She's better than any of the men in the room. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she's dealt with her own trials and tribulations of men not wanting to accept that or men being threatened by that. 
sucks for them. <laughs> Obviously, she's proved them wrong, but women like her, Michelle Obama, Taylor Swift, all the way down to the stay-at-home moms, I genuinely feel like are the... Yeah. We're powerful. They're all of us. the change. Yes. They're they the are. reason the world is changing. Mm-hmm. Because regardless of what you're doing, if you are doing it to your best ability, it doesn't matter what your gender is. Yeah. It doesn't. And I feel like girls like us, we can make this podcast mm-hmm. and we can fight for what we fight for. But what we are really fighting for is Emma to yep. have that place in the military and to yes. be equal with the boys regardless. and to be... Yeah, exactly. Of her gender. Exactly. Yes. Because not only is she a badass Marine, she is a phenomenal wife. Mm-hmm. She goes home and she is a partner in a relationship. Yeah. She's a human being who has self-love, you know? Yeah. It is not just about who you are at work. It's about how you carry yourself on a daily basis, how you support the women around you, the men around you, the people, period. The people period. around you. Yeah. If you are someone who not only has high power but also supports all people doing what makes them happy you paved the way exactly obviously michelle obama taylor swift (laughs) emma hurley (laughs) all the other people we didn't mention i feel like every woman in my life i could look at and say you do this and that's phenomenal yeah every single human being has something about them that is fabulous so why are we celebrating gender why don't we celebrate our triumphs why don't yes what we're good at, who we are as people, internally. Exactly, without looking at what fucking genitals we have. What does that yeah, matter? I don't even it. know. Dress how you want to dress. Yeah, be do what you want to do. Be. Have the job you want to have. <laughs> work as hard as you want to work. Like, as long as you're being yourself and you're happy. Yeah, then I'm happy for you. Me too. <laughs> That's all I could ask for another person is for yep. them to be happy. People supporting people. Exactly. That's the answer. <laughs> Yeah, it's not even girls supporting girls or no. whatever. It's people supporting people. Human beings supporting mm-hmm. other human beings. But if you're a stay-at-home mom, I support you. As exactly. much as I support Michelle Obama and my and sister who's a Marine. And Yes, a dad who goes and swings a hammer like my husband does every day. You know? We're all the same. Yeah, we all just are doing what we have to I do to survive. I think it's nasty to think you contribute more to society or you do mm-hmm. more for society than anybody else. Yeah. Why do yeah. you think that? As long as you're lifting people up, yeah. what else is there? Living your life, your personal life to the fullest that you feel like you can live it. I think uh, as a minimum, as a person, the minimum thing we could ask you is to care about other people. Mm-hmm. It's a very small little thing to yeah. do. <laughs> it should be common. Here we are telling you to, please don't catcall me. Exactly. (laughs) Please Please, treat me like an equal. Please don't assume my husband owns me or my body. (laughs) Because he absolutely does not. Ask him. He'll tell you. (laughs) So no matter what you do, we obviously support you. You are strong. You're equal. And everything you do matters. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.